1: Everybody. Welcome to the HB Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast from HandsomePhantom.com. I'm your host, Dustin. Here with me, beautiful boys, Brandon. Hey, what's up? Ben. Greetings. And Phil. What's happening? Not much, man. Dude, uh, so Excellent. when did you get that Apple Watch? Have you had that for a while? Christmas,
0: a little before Christmas, maybe. It's looking fly. Thank you. Is
1: that the one that stays on all the time or? No. No. See, I saw that, and I'm like, that is intriguing. That it's the the certain kind stays on all the time. Yeah,
0: this is the affordable one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's got like all the guts, but none of the bells and whistles up top. It doesn't stay on all the time. Mine got fucked up when I had my iPhone 10, and mm. then
1: I've been meaning to just reformat it with my new phone, and that was like a month and a half ago. More than that, I don't know when we got new phones. You
2: you bought that watch like pretty recently yeah. i mean and you kind of feels like you quit wearing it pretty quickly
1: yeah i have i don't know i go through phases and then what happens is i let the notify i need to manage the notifications on it better oh because sometimes then it will just like constantly be bothering me and, yeah. I, and it stresses me out right and so the easiest solution not the best the easiest is to just take it off mm-hmm. but then i just look at my phone and so it doesn't It's not really a solution.
2: Right. You know, I have mindset to I get text messages and calls. I only get emails from certain accounts and I get a portion like certain types of Twitter notifications to it. Right. And other than that, I really don't have any other things that go to it. Sometimes I'll like install a new app and all of a sudden I'm getting notifications for that app on my watch and then I hate that I don't, don't disable it. But yeah. For the most part, I try to limit it because otherwise I'm like in a meeting or something and people are like, do you need to go? And I'm like, no, what are you talking about? They're like, are you looking at my watch? And I was like, I got a yeah, text, sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, I was thinking that don't, is there a feature on iPhone where you can like put it in work mode? I know yeah. other. F- yeah.
2: It's is, it's the moon on the watch. Yeah. The moon? Or the theater mode will actually completely silence it.
1: Well, yeah. For the watch. Oh. I was thinking for iPhone, like sometimes I'm just like, oh, yeah, I want to be able to get texts and calls and stuff but i want to mute literally everything yeah. else because I, i'm in like chill zone and i don't want to be yeah. thinking about anything else i'm pretty sure it's the moon
2: the moon yeah and you can even set it to where like if the same person calls like three times yeah. then it will go through the third
1: time i think i know what you're talking about yeah yep.
2: it's the moon you you can go into settings and fuck with that i've actually used it before it's nice
1: yeah Anyway, uh, as I said off the top, this is the HP Podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I want to shout out, first of all, I know that we're increasingly getting new listeners and people are checking out the show, and so we really appreciate that. Uh, It's been been cool seeing a a new audience form, and so we appreciate that. We hope you stick with us. And one thing that I would like to encourage you, whether you are – Uh, a free feed listener or you're over on our patreon if you could go and give us a rating and review whether that's on itunes or spotify or google play wherever it helps us out we would really appreciate that now i did mention our patreon so i have to plug that real quick over at patreon.com handsome phantom you can support this show for just a dollar a month you get early access at $3, you get early access to our show, HP After Dark, which we are recording a new episode tonight after this. So there will be a new one very soon. I don't I'm trying. I don't know when soon. It's it's about that time, but it'll be up. And then at the $5 level, you can get uh, your name in the credits of the show, our Patreon producers. And so if you want to check that out, that'd be great. Of course, thank you to the people that are our patrons already means a lot. You're the real MVPs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, something we got to acknowledge real quick is, Ben, is these fire socks right now. Dude. Mm -hmm. These Mega Man socks are just fantastic. I got
2: Mega Man socks on. The only problem with them is, at the very top, they're a little tighter than I would prefer them to be, Mm -hmm. probably partially because I have incredibly muscular, somehow, with my flabby body, I have incredibly muscular calves, Oh. but also they're just, like, meant to be,
1: like, tight, too. Sure. So I don't like that. I have a lot of those, like what's the word novelty novelty socks yeah and they make my feet sweat in a weird way and they make my so like my feet they'll get hot and then they'll sweat a little bit and then they're freezing
2: Hmm. so i uh i have never purchased a pair of socks for myself that was not black now they could have been short black tall black dress socks not dress socks but uh these were given to me i think my brother-in-law bought like a pack of like 30 novelty socks for a dollar or something on a clearance sale mm. and gave me a bunch of the ones. He just kept the Zelda ones or something and gave me all the rest of them. So I only break them out when my, when my black socks are at the bottom of the pile.
0: Right. You know. Right. The problem with the novelty sock is the washing because when you're washing, it's much harder because you got to make sure you get both of the same socks. Oh, if you yeah. got all black socks... It doesn't matter. You just grab a handful of socks, you throw them in. Well,
2: that's part of the reason I get the black socks.
0: Yeah, because you don't have to worry about if you don't know where one of them is, then you don't have a pair of socks to wear. Right. And it's annoying. All the black socks go together.
2: I don't mean this to sound like it's going to sound, but I don't worry about that because my wife does all the laundry. Hmm. I do lots of other things that she doesn't do, mm. so it's not like, you know, she's... she's, mm-hmm. but. You know, if if I don't have a match for for a sock, I don't know about it because she just doesn't put it back in the drawer. And then I never think about
0: it. Yeah, we had to have this talk probably two or three years ago now for the first few years of our marriage. She did my laundry. Mm -hmm. Um, And then one day the laundry just was piling up and I had to have that conversation like, listen, it's okay. (laughs) I will do my own. But like, are you done doing my laundry? Yeah. <laughs> I, she's like, yeah. If you could do your laundry now, that'd be great. I'm like, okay, say no more. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You know, we're both working full time. You doing your stuff. You got more around the house to it's do. It's fine. I, do. I just needed to I know. I just needed to know, like, yeah, because yeah. I need it. Right. <laughs> so, so I've been uh, kind of just doing my laundry since then. I don't even think she realized she was doing it, and then didn't realize she wasn't doing it. Mm. Um. See, I had
2: kind of the opposite problem where, uh, basically, since I was like nine or ten. I always did my own laundry, not because my mother wouldn't do it, just because it was faster for me to do it myself, and I didn't have to wait on stuff, and I had very few clothes, and um, just because I was like, I just had very few clothes. I didn't like many things, so I didn't buy any clothes. And then when I got married, my wife just started doing my laundry, and I was like, is this a thing, or yeah. are we, am I cool here? Like, So it's been yeah. nice.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, guys, I have. So this is about video games. Yeah, I was going to say I have a little bit of news, but I thought let's lead the show with some games just because we do have cool and new releases finally that we can talk about. And so let's start off, Ben, let's start off with Cyber Shadow. Yeah, dude. So for anyone who doesn't know what this game is, Cyber Shadow is being published by Yacht Club. Not being it is published because it's out now. It is published by Yacht Club Games, the creators of Shovel Knight, and they are working with uh, Mechanical Head Studios. or I think it's just called Mechanical Head, which is a solo developer. And it is a, uh, would you say it's like Ninja Gaiden-like? I
2: don't know if it's Ninja Gaiden-like as much as it's just an old school platformer. Yeah. I mean, it is, that is Ninja Gaiden too, but uh, I don't know how much it's inspired by Ninja Gaiden as compared to some other things. Sure. Um, specifically, some of the older Metroids and stuff like that. Right. Um, Is it is it, a Metro, is it inspired by Metroid?
1: Well, it doesn't, it's not a Metroidvania. It's not a
2: Metroidvania at all, no.
1: It's very, it's linear in yeah. its levels and stuff, but uh, it is out now. It is available on last gen, so PS4, Xbox One, and uh current gen with xbox series x and ps5 also switch and pc it's on game pass yeah that's a
2: that's fantastic honestly right because i think it's stellar it obviously reviewed well and just for full disclosure Dustin and i both got this as a review code through different means so right um just to make sure that's disclosed um but yeah i mean for i feel like even though this is an indie title it's small it's from yacht club they didn't make it but they're publishing it like you said and for it to be on Game Pass day one is honestly good enough reason to me to sign up for Game Pass if you aren't already, at
1: least for a month. Right. Yeah. So one thing that uh, is sticking out to me about the game, and then and then Ben, I, I want to hear your your full thoughts. Is that the the partnership with Yacht Club and Mechanical Head am I, is that right? Mechanical is that right? I don't know if it's Mechanical Head, but it's Mechanical Something. Um. Uh, anyway i'll I'll look it up in a second but what's interesting is that it's a solo developer but i know that yacht club is obviously like i said publishing but i'm i'm wondering how much they assisted in the development because there's a lot of yacht club feel to this game in the way that it's does its cutscenes and the music very feels of the same quality of shovel knight for sure right
0: you were right in the very beginning Mechanical, Mechanical Head, Head Studios. studios. Yep. Oh, it is? Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, Mechanical Head Studios. Yeah. I didn't see... The thing that felt weird is that with it being studios... I mean, I guess a studio could be one person. So Yeah, of course. Yeah. So anyway, Ben, how are you finding uh, this game? So
2: just... I, I've only played the first three stages. Maybe only the first two, honestly. Um, I know I've completed two for sure. I might have jumped into the third one. Uh, so I don't have a ton to say about it other than the fact that everything i've played so far is very good um dustin you had said off show that you thought the difficulty spike in the second level was pretty high i agree i thought it was pretty high i didn't have a ton of trouble but i think part of that was just luck like Mm -hmm. i just hit the timing (laughs) precisely and didn't have the the issues there um i like the fact that it's so simple of a game There's so few controls and so few so far at least uh different types of things you can do but also the fact that it actually makes you think like there are levels where you're having to do three different things at a time you're having to dodge some enemies you're having to attack other enemies and you're having to deal with the world around you you know laser beams and stuff like that um spikes whatever all at the same time and that's that's something that i feel like a lot of platformers aren't very good at both um older and modern platformers is that like this part of the level you might be dealing with enemies and this part of the level you might be dealing with environmental but cyber shadow i feel like gives you a good mix of both of those all the time right the whole way through each stage
1: yeah the i like too that you're talking about juggling different things each time you finish a level you get a new ability Mm -hmm. and so like the first ability you unlock is like ninja stars and so you can, you throw them by like pressing up and attack. Yeah. And then the second ability is this like flame, like you you slash your sword upward and then like flame shoot out. And then the, the third one is like a down attack. So you can like bounce off things kind of like Shovel Knight does or in like DuckTales or something like that. And so just continually adds to that tool set available to you to kind of um and they and they design the levels around that as well, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I'm. It's interesting to me that uh, I'm. I'm wondering if it's a personal thing that I had such a hard time with level. I, I believe it's chapter two. Yeah. Um.
2: No, that's a, that's a sentiment I think I've seen around.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the the thing about chapter two and what I'm concerned is that people will play the first level and be like, yeah, that was pretty difficult, but. I'm, i you know i want to keep going and then they get to chapter two and they're like holy shit this sure. game is really hard and then quit because honestly i thought that the game got easier after chapter two i don't know if that well initially i thought maybe that's just because i am getting a better feel for the game sure but then i went and replayed the first three levels today and it was still the same thing yeah, yeah. i was still like wow chapter two is way harder right And I think it has to do with there's this there's a certain enemy type in chapter two where they're like moths. And so there's these little like eggs around. And if you slash them, these little moths fly around and they kind of fly towards you and attack you. So not only is that annoying because. They're flying at you and so you have to be aware of them, but if they hit you, they there's like pushback almost. So if you're on the edge of a cliff or something, they'll knock you off Mm -hmm.
2: and And they, they like fly underneath you and come up. Right, and you can't... You can't attack them.
1: You can't attack downward. Yeah. It's like either attacking left or right. So... Yeah. I find that enemy choice that early on to be really difficult. But... Um, yeah, overall, though, like, you can tell this oozes quality. Like, as far as, like, it's it, it meets that Shovel Knight quality. Do, does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. So yeah it's uh it's a really really neat game i I want to keep going in it, especially now that I think I had messaged you that was like I was like man i think I, I kind of hate this game when I was playing chapter two, and then as I played more, I was like, this game's actually really sweet now that I'm past that part that really bothered me yes yeah so nice yeah
2: it's it's good I mean I'm excited to keep playing it. I wanted to mention that the sound is like new and nostalgic at the same time i don't know how to describe that otherwise like it's got enough variation in it because it's using you know new technology to make that sound but it still gives you that feel of the time gone by the the bygone era
1: yeah yeah i saw that the game was reviewing pretty well overall i i did see that one of the i can't remember who it was uh but one of the verified critics on open critic gave it like a five out of ten I was like, I'm frustrated with some of the early parts of this game. It's not a five. Like, definitely not. No. I thought that was odd. Yeah. But. Some critics suck. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. to, they're everyone's entitled. I didn't
2: read any of those reviews. I didn't read any reviews, actually. I just saw, like, some headlines and, and a list of scores. But I wouldn't be surprised to see that. But I would be surprised to see legitimate, what I would consider legitimate reasons, other than it's hard. Yeah. And. I don't know. I'm not in favor of if it's hard and it's clunky, and like the reasons it's hard are stupid, then you know that's one thing. Um, but if it's just hard and that's the way they meant for it to be, then that's that's not a reason to, to downgrade a the score.
1: Right, right. But yeah, it's a very cool game. Like I like we said, if it's a if you have Game Pass, it's a no brainer to check out. And I believe. I want to say it's twenty, right? Because it was if you if you pre-purchased I think it it was
2: fifteen. If you pre-purchased, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know if it's still fifteen. I think that may have been a pre-order price, but definitely worth it. So check that out. Um, what else here? Do we want to jump into some Hitman?
2: Yeah, Brandon would be excited definitely. about that.
1: Lead the way on that.
2: Yeah. No. I mean, Hitman just came out recently. Um. Man, and I guess, what's there to say about it? It's It feels exactly like the other games, but the quality just got bumped up a bit, and that's exactly what I wanted from it. Um, the first level is very cinematic. Um, weirdly enough, even before this, I would have felt a little bit like 007 on a couple of the moments that I had, even at the beginning of Hitman 3, and it just solidifies that IO is probably going to do a great job um, but yeah, man, I, I, I'm. The creativity in this game, and just the openness and the open endness, I mean, um, is just fantastic. And it looks really great. I'm playing it on PS5. The visuals are gorgeous. Um, what do you guys think?
1: Yeah, I think that. Um, so that opening level is i guess let's just we'll we'll keep it to the opening level because i know a lot of people like to experience the levels as they go so we'll just talk about the first one the first level is in dubai and you're in the tallest building in the world and you're at the top level and so the whole mission takes place in this top top level A few levels yeah yeah and brandon i think you're right that i feel like this first level is them like showing off yeah (laughs) yeah really cuz you start and you're like you're scaling the building you you yep. you jumped in from a plane yep yeah and they're doing this opening ceremony and when you walk in it's like the sun is perfectly yep
2: the rays know, shining is through in through the glass yeah it's definitely some flexing yeah. oh yeah, yeah. It's very
1: cinematic what i found really intriguing is that this game has like really really good reflections and it's not ray traced nope i noticed that yes
2: and i was wondering but it's not. No. I I think I saw something about the possibility of that coming,
1: though. They have confirmed that they're working on ray tracing, and it's definitely coming to PC and Xbox. I don't know what the full story is. Uh, right now, PlayStation's un, not confirmed to get a ray tracing update, but I don't see why they wouldn't. But... Also, the game runs at like a perfect 60 FPS. Yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing. Performance is solid. But, and Brittany, you're going back and you're playing, uh, you went and played all of Hitman 1 and Hitman 2 as well. Yeah,
2: yeah. Weirdly enough, I didn't think I was really going to be interested in going back as much as I am. Um, Yeah, I started playing the first couple levels and was like, I don't really want to get into anything too serious. I'm going to play the first level in Hitman 1, the Paris level. Because right. I played it a bunch of times. I never beat Hitman 1, but I played the first level probably four or five times easily. So I felt comfortable with it, and man, I kept going. Just the next level and the next level, and I was like, wow. And at this point, I mean, I'm on track to just plow the whole way through the series. And it's been a lot of fun. It really feels like a full package. Um, and... Is exciting because I know it's going to continue to get better, even if it's in those little cinematic ways, in the little intros or how you exfil or you know whatnot. Um, so I'm just con- continuing to enjoy it. I will say, however, Hitman 2 is a little weird. The cutscenes are all slideshows instead of fully animated
1: videos, and I yeah. think that's a really poor choice. Yeah, I-, I,
2: think I think it's
1: awful, actually. I think that was a budget decision because hitman one is when uh square enix still owned io and hitman yeah the the ip and then they io went independent and they brought hitman with them and so that was when wb published that game and i'm wondering if it was just like a all right we've got this much budget how much do we want to allocate towards the story that most people don't care about
2: yeah I just thought it was weird especially because i was playing the back-to-back because at some point like i just continued the missions and they just started not being fully animated (laughs) cutscenes, and so it was just a little jarring i mean even the same voice actors and everything to an extent you know so that was a little weird um i'm glad to see that you know there's a little bit of a return to that in three but no two two's quality as well i'm probably about halfway done with it so yeah you're not halfway done with it i'm not you can never be real i mean not never but (laughs) it takes so much to be done with each of the you've you've finished each of the levels right okay right i feel like the it's one of the best values in gaming honestly yeah i dive as deep as i want to so so right now i'm literally whatever stories whatever missions i go into whatever scenarios i put myself into that's my canon for now. Yeah, yeah. And if I'm done with the whole thing, all three of them, and I want to go back and I want to play some more of the levels, yep. by the time I'm done with everything, that's what I'm going to do. But if I don't, I'm going to say, hey, those were a good couple games.
1: Damn. Well. Yeah, I've been really enjoying it. I, I started the second level, which we'll, we'll, we won't we will talk about, but it's just like the first level is very traditional Hitman as far as the Hitman 1 and Hitman 2. The second is not. And the second one, they <laughs> really turn things on its head. And yep. it's, it's really neat to see them take the very established formula and do something totally yeah new mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, really cool. All right. Um, hey, Phil's still here. Yeah. Hey. Sorry, What's Phil. Going? We've been talking about two games that you haven't been uh, playing at all. Yeah, that's true. Now, the game... I'm, <laughs> we were talking... Before the show, there's... The stuff you've been playing, I don't know. Can we... We yep. can't talk about. Mm-mm. Is there anything that you can talk about
0: that you'd like to? That I've been playing? Yes. Hmm. Well, not really. I played, I mean, I, I focused on that. I've been playing a lot of NBA 2K21. Oh. Um, and then replaying all the same stuff because after pretty much everything I do, it says something didn't save right in the online and blah, 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 and it kicks me out and starts me over again.
1: Mm. So that's oh, good.
0: been awesome. Good. Um, then I played some Immortals, Phoenix Rising, I think is the name of that game. Yes. Didn't like it. Tried again, didn't like it again, so (laughs) I guess I don't like that game. Right. Um, I feel like that's just about it. Um, did I talk, I I think last time I might have mentioned wanting to, but I dug into, uh, uh, the roller coaster game that's on, uh, Game Pass. Um, Oh, um. Planet Coaster? Planet Coaster. Coaster. Yeah. So that's a lot of fun. I'm having a lot of fun with that. What'd you build? Uh, I, I just did some tutorials at this point. Cool. You know, just kind of got the feel for what's happening. Um, I played a lot of the uh, Jurassic Park one. Evolu- oh, cool. Evolution, maybe, or whatever it was called. And, uh, so, you know, same developer. So it had the same kind of feel. Nice. Kind of pick up.
2: One time I saw somebody make a planet coaster where it was a giant moose and you went through the innards of the moose and came out
1: its anus. That's <laughs> amazing.
2: Um, and that was the roller coaster. It was fantastic. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a news I like that. Yeah,
1: people have made some crazy shit
2: in that game. Oh yes, they have. Yeah, that game. Yeah, I've seen like entire recreations of the movie Alien in a dude. Co- I've seen that in a coaster.
0: Yeah, that's incredible.
1: Yeah, man. dude. Damn. And what's cool, just a, a little pro tip that I discovered with the Xbox Series X, and I'm guessing other versions as well, is that because it's primarily a PC game, you can actually attach a mouse and keyboard. And play it with that. I'm playing a coaster? Yeah. That's really? interesting. Yeah, I tested it out because I have like this wireless thing, like keyboard, and it has a trackpad, which is not ideal for playing that. Right. But I was just
0: curious. And I was like, oh. Neat. So you can play it that way if yeah. you choose to. Oh, the other thing. One last thing. Yeah. I played uh, like the first chapter of Tell Me Why, which oh. uh, is something I haven't got a chance to do until recently. So, Don't nod. Yes. Yeah which I pretty much kind of scarf up everything they do. So Really? That's weird. I didn't that, know that about he didn't you. didn't know that about me? Thoughts, Phil? It's thoughts. It's not life is strange, but I'm intrigued. I'm interested. Uh, they write such good characters to me that like I, I want to know what happens next and know more about them, and I will. Uh, good chance to do that in the next, uh, I think it's a three-chapter. It's a smaller little game for them. Um, three, usually go at least five chapters, but seems, uh seems like it's heading in an interesting direction. We'll see. You have to imagine that they're going to do Life is Strange
1: 3. Oh, for sure. Is yeah. it set up for that? The end of Life is Strange? I don't know how they're connected. The,
0: very, very loosely. Okay. Um, same kind of time period. There are little things, but um, just very little moments. Interesting. That connect one, two, and Captain Spirit. Yeah. A little bit.
1: I'll tell you guys, I have not been using my Game Pass subscription at all.
2: But Holly, has. but Holly has, she's <laughs> nice.
1: been going hard on Dragon Quest XI. In fact, I think she's probably playing it downstairs right now as we, as we speak. And, uh, that's a long game, like a hundred hours or more, at least I would think she was telling me like, she's like, yeah, I thought that I was pretty far in, but then I figured out that I'm only in act two of three.
0: Yeah. Wow. I
1: was like, Whoa. So
0: it's the biggest reason I'll probably never play that game. Yeah. I have it downloaded. I want to, but every time I go to play it, I'm just like, I don't have time to even do the tutorial probably. I think it's cool that
1: they are still making traditional, very traditional RPGs like Mm -hmm. that. I'm glad for that audience, but what I played, I was like, this is too traditional for me. A lot of grinding, a lot of repeating the same, going to the same areas over and over, stuff like that. Right. But... Cool. Well, that's it for, I guess, game talk. So let's, there are a few very interesting news items. And so let's lead with this. This news came and got updated and changed all within a day. It's crazy. So, and a lot of the audience I'm sure already knows about this, but I wanted to talk about it just because it's such a, was such a strange thing that happened. That is Xbox really pulled some weird moves in the fact that they raised the price of xbox live gold a heinous amount so just to refresh everybody basically the pricing was going to be that for one one month of xbox live gold would have been 10.99 three months would be 29.99 and six months would be 59.99 now the pricing before at least for getting a full year would have been 59.99 for 12 months right so literally they doubled the price yeah. of xbox live gold wow. i feel like
2: it's important for us to spell out what xbox gold is
1: right yeah uh so xbox live gold is just the ability to play online yeah, it's a privilege <laughs> so yeah
2: yeah also i mean you do get a few free games every month you do right and kinda you kinda get like the playstation key plus but you get the keep them on xbox you'll no, no, only if you have gold that's what i'm saying It's the same thing as PlayStation Plus. You don't get to keep them on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, you
0: do. As long as you
2: have the subscription. As long as you have the subscription. the same way on on Xbox.
0: I thought you kept them.
2: You used to be able to. You can't. Until they switched over to the Xbox One.
0: Really? You can buy them at a discount, like, when they're free. I thought you still kept them. I thought that was the one thing X
2: Gold had over the PlayStation Plus, and they took that away. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. That used to be the case before the Xbox One, or maybe slightly after the Xbox One, yeah. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, I feel like Xbox Live Gold is kind of taking a back seat because of Game Pass. A lot of people now just go for Game Pass Ultimate, which is $15 a month. And it gives you Game Pass and Gold for both and Game Pass for PC and console. So right. uh, first of all, before we talk about the revision, I just am trying to figure out what do you guys think their motivation was
0: in doubling the price of- just to get people to bump up. to to a game pass that hasn't. Right. I mean, that's pretty much it. If you're going to look at that and be like, oh, 12 bucks or 15, then you're just going to go. Right. To the next higher tier.
1: Yeah. Does that make sense to you guys too?
0: That
2: would be my assumption as well. I Uh, I don't, I don't know why they wouldn't have just eliminated gold and gave people who already had a subscription the amount of time they had on their subscription left as game pass and then said, if you want to keep going on the game pass, you can sign up after your time with Gold is done. Like if that was the motivation, because I don't know who they thought was going to pay double for what they were already getting.
0: Right. Everyone, if that's what they would have charged. Well, and I mean, I mean, that's, that's the thing about it. Like I didn't have a problem with it. I'm just going to lay that out there.
2: Yeah. It's one thing not having a problem with it, but you don't have Xbox gold.
0: Well, you have Game Pass. Yeah, I done fucked up on that, though. I didn't realize that gold came with Game Pass, because it's not very clear, like, all the... So I bought a year of Xbox Live, went home, put the code in, and then signed up for Game Pass. Nice. Whoopsie. So I got this probably extra year that will <laughs> oh, just be no. tacked on at, at the end. end. <laughs> yeah.
2: After they've eliminated live or <laughs> yeah. gold, yeah. Yeah,
0: so but, I already threw 60 bucks at nothing, so...
2: I guess what I'm saying, like, I don't know who would have been like, oh, well, it's still cheaper, yeah. mm. you know, at that point because I don't know that just that's the one thing that's really weird to me like sometimes you're thinking about okay I have a restaurant and sometimes I'm like well this is what this price should be but there's no way anybody's going to pay for it so I either have the option to not have that item or to charge what it is and not expect to sell much and I have to imagine they were in that same boat and they were like well we could do this and no one's gonna pay it But that's okay because we don't really want them to anyway. Right. So they were going to lose customers or gain customers on Game Pass. And I just don't know why you would make that decision instead of saying what we want is for you to move the Game Pass. So we're giving you Game Pass for X amount of time. And then you don't have there's no more gold or something like that. I don't know.
1: Right. A lot of the outcry for this was first of all, is just the fact that they were doubling the price of a core service. Doubling. Yeah, not 20%. Right doubling yeah. doubling the price of a course service during a time when there are many people that are struggling financially due to the pandemic or whatever that was one of the main things i saw people on on twitter saying but another
0: big thing is that can i and, play devil's advocate on that though sure if you're in this position should you be paying for xbox live right now like i feel like the amount of people that fought now. It's a thing. Well,
2: I will just, say, is this Phil? There was a time, I agree with you, but there was also a time in my wife and I's life where I was making, uh, we, after our bills were paid, after like all the things we had to pay for, not, yeah. couldn't get rid of, heat, heating, uh, we had like $18 a month left. Yeah. So we didn't do anything, but we did have Netflix, which was at the time 8 or $9 a month because it was like, well, if we don't have this, we don't have anything.
0: Yeah. And that's fair. so.
2: It's like that one escape, maybe. Right. Maybe that's somebody somebody's excuse, yeah.
0: Well, oh, yeah, I can see that. And one other
1: thing that I think is an important distinction, just because even though this doesn't apply to us, I'm sure it applies to a lot of people, is that there are probably a sizable portion of Xbox owners that use their Xbox to play free-to-play online games like Fortnite, Warzone, whatever, right? Right. Different free-to-play games. Now, what is an interesting thing that I didn't even really realize just because I'm not as in tune with that ecosystem is that you were required to have Xbox Live Gold to play those free-to-play games. That is not the case on PlayStation. Right. So if you wanted to play Fortnite online, you had to have Xbox Live Gold. PlayStation, you didn't need PlayStation Plus. You don't need anything. You just need a PlayStation Connected to the internet. And also, then you could,
2: if you have a PC and you have those same games on PC, you don't need it. Either.
1: Right. Oh. So, potentially there are people like, I don't know, kids. Like, think of a, a teenager market that's like, okay, well, I'm only playing these games. I can afford Xbox Live Gold or my parents are willing to buy me Xbox Live Gold. Um, and now it's doubling. So, basically you're you know, charging more so I can play these free-to-play games that other places, I wouldn't have this problem. But I I don't know. Is that is there really that much of a sizable market for that, do you think? Is there more than we think?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's a ton of free-to-play games, honestly. And that's, like, not even just the big ones. I mean, so... You mean people who only had it so they could play online? Right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's, for I mean, for years before... When I had an Xbox and didn't have a a PlayStation, uh, that's the only reason I had Xbox Live. Yeah, was so that I could play online. I didn't. I didn't care. I mean, they are a nice addition, but the games with gold were not something that was like a the selling point to me because it's kind of like a gamble. Right, it's kind of like humble bundle, right? Like you sign up for it and maybe you get something cool this month, maybe you don't.
0: Dude, I know, but it's just such an addiction. Like, sure, I haven't even picked my humble bundle games in like six months but i can't shut it off because i'm just afraid of what might be missed next month. i
2: didn't know you picked them anymore it used to be you just got yeah, whatever yeah, it was yeah
0: i think you still have to pick them but i think you get all of them if you have like the oh. biggest one certain that I have. tier yeah well whatever
2: the case yeah, it's a, it's at a the time about. with xbox like the yeah. only reason i had it is so i could play online now at the time playstation was free for everyone to play online and as we know they're not anymore but when they at some point i think when Fortnite was getting big they made it so you didn't have to have i think at one point you did have to have uh playstation plus to play online and then they changed it so you didn't
1: right so this is a good segue then to i'm just i want to read this small section of the update from microsoft when this all went down It all went down in the same day they said on the on the um, xbox news wire or whatever said we messed up today and you were right to let us know Connecting and playing with friends is a vital part of gaming, and we failed to meet the expectations of players who count on it every day. As a result, we've decided to not change Xbox Live Gold pricing. We're turning this moment into an opportunity to bring Xbox Live more in line with how we see the player at the center of their experience. For free-to-play games, you will no longer need an Xbox Live Gold membership to play those games on Xbox. We are working hard to deliver this change as soon as possible in the coming months. If you are an Xbox Live Gold member already, you can say at the current price for renewal. New and existing members can continue to enjoy Xbox Live Gold for the same prices they pay today. In the U.S., $9.99 for one month, $24.99 for three months, $39.99 for six months, and $59.99 for retail 12 months. Thank you. So real quick, I saw some analysts say that they were planning on making this change anyway. For Halo. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But the the plan was that they were going to do this, but in order to curb some of the backlash, not only did they, you know, reverse their decision, but they're like, listen, we're we're, we're going to make it extra good by.
2: Yeah, but yes, but they say in the coming months. So could it be that it's going to be the same time they were planning on doing it anyway? I mean, obviously, we don't know that. Right. But. Are they, was the acquiescence to giving everyone free-to-play games for free actually a give, or was that coming anyway?
1: Oh, I think it was coming anyway.
2: I mean, yeah, but I'm saying, is it coming at the same time it was coming
1: anyway? Mm. That's a good question. Who's coming where? Clearly, they, <laughs> they, they weren't ready to, to just flip the switch. Yeah. But they were like, we should at least tell people yeah. so they don't hate us.
2: Here's the conspiracy theory part of me. Is that they knew that they were doing away with that, and they can tell that X percentage of their player base only plays those free-to-play games. So they were gonna do that eventually to drive sales for Halo or drive playership player base for Halo or whatever is coming out that, that would benefit from that. But because they knew they were gonna lose that portion of their revenue potentially, they wanted people to go ahead and hurry up and buy a year's subscription before the price jumped so even if they made it free-to-play, they still had that money from them that they wouldn't have in six months. <laughs> so they went ahead and said, hey, it's going to be more. Yeah, maybe they didn't say this, but you should probably go ahead and, and buy your year subscription now because they knew that in six months there's going to be no reason for the majority or, or X amount of players to actually spend that money anymore. Well, Microsoft absolutely was going to make free-to-play games able to be played for free at some point because Halo was going to be Right. Imagine if they would have released that and you, ha- it's a free to play game and you had to get online. I think they, w- well, I mean, that's the way it is with all the other free to play games right now. Well, right. That's what I'm saying. But like, you know, Halo was supposed to come out. They know, they had to have known this was going to be a problem at some point if they make a free to play game. Right. That their subscribers are not going to want to not spend any money on a game and have to pay for the online. Right. So, yeah, I agree with you, Ben. I mean, I think it was something that was already in the works and they just pushed it forward because of the backlash.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I saw some, there were conspiracy theories as there always are about literally anything that's like, oh, they knew they did this for good PR. Like that, oh, we listened to the fans. I'm like, I heard that there were already like cards being sent out to retailers with the new pricing that they're just going to have to fucking throw away. Right. So I, I doubt that's the case but it wasn't
2: like they planned on reversing it yeah. the same day yeah right so but i don't know i feel like there are marketing people and analysts and everything else at microsoft who work for microsoft who are contracted by microsoft whatever that are way smarter than any of the four of us that know the the rhythms of how people spend their money and they know how people react to different things and like Are you telling me not one of them was like, this is a bad idea? We don't, we, you shouldn't do this. The internet is going to hate you today if you do this. And they were like, yeah, sure. Let's do it anyway. I don't, I can't imagine that no one said or that that there wasn't enough people that said, I don't know. I just feel like if you get a hundred people in a room and ask them this question, they're all going to be like unanimously.
1: No. Right. I wonder. Yeah. I'm in agreement with you. I'm just wondering, like. Who thought that a you know doubling the price would, would be the way to go like charging instead of maybe instead of $60 a year it's 70 or 80 still would have m- made people unhappy right but it wouldn't have been quite the instant uproar of double the price that's yeah, so just
2: fucking $120 for a year yeah
1: crazy insane so I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else really to say about this story other than just strange. Right? Yeah. And I think, Ben, you brought up the point of what makes it so strange is that they thought that this would be fine.
2: Yeah. So I don't get it. I just well. I can't figure it out. They have years of marketing, ex- market research and experience to base on. And like me as a layman who doesn't know anything about this is like, I can kind of feel the temperature of the industry and they're not going to tolerate this right now. Right. You know, I don't know how they didn't know that.
1: Right, yeah, it's a, it's an odd one. So we'll continue to keep an eye on, on Microsoft. They've clearly, a lot of people were talking about, they put out a blog post of like, here's the games coming to Xbox in 2021. And like the list of was just... Blah. Blah, yeah. right? Like it's like Halo is coming this year, but other than that, like all of the, the first party and second party games are, are still cooking. Mm-hmm. And so kind of makes you wonder if it if this whole move to next gen right or now current gen was a little premature mm-hmm. in some ways but who knows yeah
2: well that's kind of a i don't want to say race to the bottom but it's the same philosophy is even if they knew that this, it was a mistake to launch the box when they did it's like well sony's going to so we have to mm-hmm. you know you you don't want to be like year gap or whatever yeah. right right
1: all right so moving along here uh this next news comes from both blizzard and jason schreier over at bloomberg and the news is that blizzard is absorbing vicarious visions vicarious visions is an activision team which if you didn't if the audio you know in the audience you didn't know that activision and blizzard are Combine they're one company basically, but they're I think their stock name is Activision Blizzard, right? It is, yeah. That's yeah. the company name though.
0: So they worse news than the Xbox news. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah.
1: So Vicarious Visions, uh, most notably as far as recent games, made the Tony Hawk one and two remake. They also made the Crash Insane trilogy, and they've been a support studio and a studio for a long time, actually, for Activision. So now they are being fully absorbed into Blizzard. Mm -hmm. And according to Jason Schreier, they are working on a Diablo 2 remake. Now, this Diablo 2 remake has been in development at Blizzard for some time now. But it was being worked on by what was called Blizzard Team 1, which was their classic team. Team 1 has now been completely disbanded after Warcraft 3 reforged was just an absolute disaster. disaster yeah so and they also i think team one also worked on heroes of the storm and starcraft 2 and so phil uh, i'm gonna take this one to you first you said yeah. this this is bad bad news what how yeah, do you feel about yeah, this because if
0: they're making that game then they're not making tony hawk 3 and 4 remake that i was hoping for so right we talked about that a little bit, and I just uh, I think they've done such good work. I hate to see them just kind of stuck on Diablo too. <laughs> yeah, like,
2: dude, that's like a massive game, though.
0: Massive game. That's sure. what. Why? Well, I but mean, you that's know what? like it's huge. Not. It's not Tony Hawk three and four.
2: Wow. The yep. interesting thing though is this is that's a totally different game than Vicarious totally. Visions has ever worked on.
0: Totally different.
2: And it's not to say that they can't or they shouldn't. It just
0: shows you how fucky it must have been before they got on it. The,
2: the, like, the interesting thing though is Blizzard is absorbing them. But Blizzard is owned by Activision and Vicarious Visions was already owned by Activision. So is this like the Bethesda Microsoft deal where, I mean, that's kind of how Blizzard operates under Activision is that Activision owns them. But Blizzard still kind of seems like its own company.
0: It's kind of like a Taco Bell KFC situation. Yes. Do you work at Taco Bell or do you work at KFC? Nobody really knows. Yeah. It's all owned by Pepsi anyway or Frito-Lay. So like nobody really cares. Yum. (laughs) Yeah. Yum. yum. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just I wish that would make Tony Hawk. Well, that, yeah, that doesn't mean somebody else good isn't going to do it. That is correct, but it also a lot less certainty that it's going to be as good. Cuz Tony right. Hawk 5 was a hot mess. And this came out of nowhere, and was so good and I don't know. I just feel like Diablo 2. Well, they made be a those games originally, game. didn't they? No. Curious Visions? No. Yeah. The original Tony Hawk games? Mm. That was never soft. It was never it was soft. Never soft. Yeah.
2: And then they did work on they did work on the ports, for hand, or the, maybe not the ports, but the handheld versions, and they also did work on Crash, didn't they, originally? Couldn't tell you. I
1: don't know. I thought they did. I thought maybe they were they did, studio or something. Maybe they did those the shitty Crash games? I can look it up. From all those While years ago? While we're talking, I yeah. can look it up. So, I think that was rare. This, they made all the shitty games back then. <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. Wow. Hot take. So this has been, I mean, a concern, I, I can't remember what year it was that blizzard and activision merged but a lot of people were concerned about the uh active the merging of activision and blizzard how you know people wanted blizzard to to remain autonomous despite being combined and over the years we've seen that blurring Mm -hmm. of the lines um and now especially with an activision team getting absorbed into to blizzard phil you were talking about tony hawk i kind of feel like You have to imagine that Activision that they, they probably knew that they wanted to do this before even Tony Hawk came out.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And so I'm wondering if they, the, the foundation for Tony Hawk is set. They just need another developer to go in and make more levels, basically a new, new skaters and whatever. Like they can use that engine and that framework,
0: but But still. That's the question.
1: I have to imagine they would. I would hope so. For money. Since I'm sure... Do we ever find... uh, That Tony Hawk game sold really well, right?
2: Yeah, I didn't... I don't remember the numbers, but it charted. Yeah. Sure. Okay, so... We're both right, Phil. Okay. Uh, They became known as a leading... This is according to Wikipedia, so, you know. They became known as a leading developer of the handheld games Breaking Ground by the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater series, Hmm. developing Game Boy Advance and Nintendo DS titles in the franchise's main series, as well as one spinoff. They developed the first three Crash Bandicoot GBA games... Hmm. They developed Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2 Enter Electro, Ultimate Spider-Man, Crash Nitro Kart, uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast, Jedi Academy, Doom 3 for the Xbox. They also developed the Guitar Hero series on the Nintendo DS and Wii. Um, and then it says they were working on the 3D, vision, 3D version of Skylander Spyro Studio, uh, 3DS version. And then they announced that they, were, they worked on Destiny, apparently, with Bungie. In 2016 but then if you look at the games developed it says they made like you know spider-man for gba wild thornberries for gba a lot of those kind of under you know underdeveloped underappreciated also games um all the way up to game boy color but then starting on the playstation they did spider-man 2 intro electro um they did then they did tony hawk 3 on gba crash bandicoot Huge adventure on gba Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4 on GBA and PlayStation. Hmm. So there's a lot of stuff they did there, but a lot of their work was on handheld stuff, which is also a little not concerning. That's a different team, I'm sure, than it was in 2004 uh, when they were working heavy on Game Boy Advance. But I don't know. It just seems a little
0: little
2: weird to be working on a PC game primarily. Well... Yeah, it's. Uh, they did Ultimate Alliance 2 Oh. For PlayStation Three and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty.
1: Dang. It's a great game. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I, the thing about Diablo Two Remake to me is that it's like, it, se- it seems weird since they're they're going to be pushing Diablo. 4. They have already they've announced Diablo Four. They've shown off gameplay. Like it just seems weird to kind of do these at the same time. You know, like. It feels like Diablo 2 should... A Diablo 2 remake should have come out between 3 and 4. hmm But... I suppose. Maybe. Still don't know when four's coming
2: out, though, so...
0: I mean, it's a it remake, be, though, so
2: it's not going to be as big of a deal.
1: Yeah. Blizzard is in such a weird spot. They announced Overwatch 2. They announced a new uh, Diablo game. And that was over a year ago. Well, oh. I'm almost... Isn't something coming up? Isn't BlizzCon or something coming up real soon? Something Blizzard... I don't remember the time of year BlizzCon is, but I anyway, don't think it's coming up soon.
2: It's in the summer, late summer, I think.
1: Yeah. More Something's
2: early. happening, um, but I'm really hoping to hear more about that. I just don't know what they're doing. There's a lot of no dates for a lot of new things, and it's just concerning and weird. I don't know, though, why this is an announcement. I mean, I understand the fact that they're work, what they're working on is an announcement, but them being, quote, absorbed by Blizzard, it's like, it's just, it's like the same company. I don't right. Right.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it's a a shareholder. Yeah, thing. It's not really for us to analyze, but yet here we are. Okay, BlizzCon Online is February
2: nineteenth through twentieth. Oh,
1: yep. Brandon that, was totally yeah. right. Okay.
2: So, yeah. So I'm really, really hoping. I doubt it, but I want Overwatch Two this holiday season. I want Dang. it. It's time. Make it happen.
0: It's just story, though, right? Ah. Uh, There's no multiplayer in this one, right? I think. No. There's multiplayer No,
2: yeah, yeah. I, I think it's going to be literally almost everything from the first game and just more of mm-hmm. that um, in addition.
1: so Can't Overwatch 2 players play with Overwatch 1 or something weird like that? I'm trying to remember. Uh, yeah. The messaging was odd. Yeah.
2: I mm. think we still need to get more information about it. I'm not exactly sure. I even swear I saw something about maybe it being a different engine. I don't know. I don't know i don't know a lot about it but i'm hoping here in the next what like four or five weeks we know something about something new from blizzard um i guess diablo 4 would be awesome and i would love that but um really
1: interested in this overwatch 2 right now so yeah cool guys i have one last piece of news for you that we can talk about and then be about ready to wrap up that is that there was the Resident Evil event mm. that we talked about last week. Uh, n- not an incredible amount of news, but the stuff there that was there is interesting in that Resident Evil Village is coming on May 7th, 2021. And during the live stream, they said, we're also bringing it to current gen. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's not current gen. And I I made a tweet about this because Colin posted a tweet about how it was disappointing. And I and then I responded and said, I thought it was weird that they said it was coming to current gen because PS4 is not current gen anymore. Right. And all these people in my mentions were like, well, it's still current gen for most people who can't get a PS5. And I'm like... So if you have a
2: CD player, you should call that current gen. Yeah, I'm like, number. if you... No, it's
1: <laughs> someone, someone responded to one of those negative comments and it's like, oh, all I have is a Commodore 64. It's current gen. Yeah. Because that's all I have access to. Yeah. It's like... understand i'm it's not any kind of diss on the people that can't get ps5s or even don't want one and i don't even necessarily have a problem like some people do about this game coming to current gen but don't call it current gen right coming to last gen see they now they've done it to me they did it to you damn it capcom so it is coming to ps4 xbox one but uh, they launched a demo which is a visual sh- i think they called it a visual showcase or something it's very short it's called maiden uh you can check that out it's only on playstation 5 and they also which in- should tell you something yeah i'm one- i think that the ps4 version is just going to run at like 30 fps and right. look bad so i don't know though hey cyberpunk did it
2: that though cyberpunk so did it yeah. <laughs> <Great example. laughs> didn't they tease that though back when they were talking about this resident evil game that they said like in a release after the announcement that they were going to try to see if they could make it work for for four right ps4 ditch last gen i'm telling you brother they can't they can't do it they can't afford it new games brand new brand spanking AAA games why can't they do it
1: because they will not sell enough because the install base is too low, and they know that they're gonna piss people off when this May Resident Evil comes out and people still can't get PS5s. That's what that tells me. That tells me that Capcom is talking to Sony. And they're like, Are you gonna have enough stock? Well, how many are gonna be sold through by May? And Sony's saying, uh, uh, dude. I don't know. You know what I mean? Come right. on, Uncle Joey's gonna be giving out some more money. <laughs> All you gotta do is sit on oh, your jelly.
0: computer
2: and just fucking wait for just it to F5 come in 5 stock. It, just, F5 just wait for <laughs> it to come in stock and just
1: spam. That's all you gotta do. Brandon, here's the thing. So, you... When when PS5 came out, you told me your dad was trying to get one, yeah. and you were like, if you're able to get one... yeah." I have tried to get a PS5 for your dad multiple times. Cannot. I'm serious. I've been... I've sat... I haven't spent an extensive amount of time, but like, I'll see that Wario's like, oh, they're going up at Walmart in 10 minutes. So I'll hang out. And I'll have five. I cannot do it. I appreciate that. I cannot get. I've tried multiple oh, times just, to get a PS5 for your dad. So what happened to most people should be able to get it by
2: the end of the year. I don't think they ever Who's said they, that. Who said that? Didn't Sony say that? No. No. Did they say they'd they'd be stocking more by the end of the year?
0: Oh, they said oh, they, there was two or three more. Yeah. <laughs> popped out at some point. They they found them in the back room. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah. oh, oh shit. let's let's just drop the four models. They're right. Yep.
1: So yeah, it just tells me that if if you're still trying to get one, this is not I would say this is not good news. Right. Because Capcom is saying, Yeah, we need to release it on last gen if we really want to yeah. make some money on this. So
2: well, it's funny because we the four of us had very little issue getting the consoles initially and now i know a lot of people who like weren't able to get initially and four months later three months later whatever it is still can't get one
1: yeah yeah it's unfortunate i i feel bad um it's a it's a shitty situation and it's causing this really weird the longest cross-gen period i think that we'll see yet for for games Yeah, yeah definitely they also announced a multiplayer mode that is will be included with Village called Resident Evil Reverse. Did anyone see this? No. Mm. No, I didn't. It looks awful. Terrible. It's like cel-shaded. I, mean, so yeah. I can't
2: imagine a Resident Evil multiplayer game being good, though.
1: They keep trying. Yeah. Dude, Umbrella Core. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that? Mm. They keep trying to do a uh, multiplayer Resident Evil, and it just every time does not seem to nope. work out. So, hey, I mean, I guess it's adding value, though, because mm. Resident Evil 7 didn't have anything is
2: it adding value (laughs) i don't know (laughs) if you get if you're like trying to sell me on the game and you give me a mode that's garbage i'm like this takes away from my experience knowing this is, i don't know right
0: it's like the bioshock 2 uh multiplayer a lot of people like that though i feel like it was like there so i played it but like i didn't need it yeah well it was a cool concept cool concept right that's how i felt about the
2: assassin's creed multiplayer modes back in the brotherhood days and yeah i was like okay thanks Mm -hmm. i don't want to play this anymore
1: right so either way i'm really excited about this game Mm -hmm. uh resident evil 7 is fantastic if you haven't played it yet definitely play it because this one is really feeling to be or shaping up to be like a very direct sequel you play as the same character from resident evil 7 and resident evil 7 was already kind of i wouldn't call it a soft reboot for the series but it Kind of was. Kind of was, yeah. I mean,
2: completely different field of view type stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. Just out of nowhere. So
0: So that's it. Nope. That's all I got. You missed the two biggest pieces of news this week. Wow. Okay, Phil, take it away. The most groundbreaking news I've ever heard. This week, I saw that Gabe Newell tweeted out that Half-Life Alex showed them people want their games. So they're going to start making games. Yes. That's incredible
2: um, to know. I mean It is incredible to know. Does so, he not have the internet? <laughs> who would have thought
0: that for the last twenty years we wanted more games from Valve? Um so they might start making new games. That's that. And the other big piece of news this week. Okay. We are getting that Borderlands movie that we always wanted <laughs> oh, with Kate Blanchett and Kevin Hart, just like we've always asked for. So um Is it gonna be cell shaded? It's 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 gonna be whatever they want it to be. Um why call it Borderlands then? I don't know. But the cast can't miss. <laughs> you can't. Everyone's always wanted Kate Blanchett and Kevin Hart to be in a movie together. Oh yeah, I've, a I've been thinking. Game. I've been thinking so, that for years. Wow. Yeah.
1: I feel like Kate Blanchett is better than this.
0: I feel like Kevin Hart's better than this. No. That's saying something, <laughs> right?
2: Phil, I, yeah, Kevin Hart was in the Jumanji movie. Yeah, one of the best. Wasn't movies that of all good time. though? No,
1: one of the best movies of all time.
0: <laughs> That's just trying to get people around. Wow. Do you just up. like but Dwayne or what? Fun. What's going on? I mean, they're fun together. Those two together. Now if this was a Borderlands movie with The Rock as, you know, one of the characters. But that movies. feels
2: more like The Rock's brand.
0: Yes, not Kate Blanchett's. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, so this is going to be a hot pile of garbage. Um another failed video game movie.
2: Hollywood does shocking. not understand they don't they do us. Not
0: nope. get it. Hollywood doesn't deserve
2: us. They don't nope. get gamers. This Tom Holland
0: thing might turn out to be okay if it ever gets released. Uncharted?
2: Yeah. Dude, I saw the screenshots. They yeah. pushed it. I love yeah. Tom Holland. They pushed everything. I love Tom Holland, <laughs> yeah. so I'm very I excited. I love Tom Holland. <laughs> they pushed everything. I'm getting Hey, Brandon, how do you let feel say about Tom Holland? Let me say it again. I love Tom Holland. <laughs> wow. I'd, if I saw him and he let me, I'd kiss him on the lips. I have his autograph. Shut the fuck up. Okay.
0: I saw you have his
2: autograph digitally.
0: No, I have a physical. Oh, you do? I mean, I have to send it home and it takes six months. It's, I think, en route. I think I have it shipped. I don't know if it's my latest. So, no, it's, what it's you're a real... saying
2: is you don't actually possess it. Not yet. Okay. Just check it it's out. in a
0: warehouse in Canada, but <laughs> I will have it shipped oh, to me at some point yeah. <laughs> if I decide not to sell it. Cool. Yeah. I saw when but I rewatched Lord of the
1: Rings a few weeks ago, there's the scene in Fellowship with Kate Blanchett. She yep. is uh, terrifying. You know, very scrousing. Terrifying. Yeah. I was like, I might be into elf women. Elf yeah. play. Well, I'm definitely into
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Dustin yes. uh, may be into furries soon, too. Into really? furries soon, too? Yeah. Why is that? Well, I don't know. It's just a It's just a logical next Is it step? a progression?
1: Yeah. From elves? I don't know. I don't know. About I mean, that.
2: elves aren't human, so furries aren't human, right? Hmm. Sound hmm. kind of specious right now, Ben. I'm being a little specious. You're right. <laughs> Seems like a... <laughs>
1: I can understand the connection, but I I don't condone it. Well. Wow. I don't
0: condone that wow. connection. Hmm. Wow. That's uh that's bold. Well. Bold of you to not condone something. Hmm. Is it? I don't even know. <laughs> I can't keep track anymore of what it is and isn't and who yeah. it is and isn't and what and where and why and when. Well, on that note, we're gonna end this show. Oh, that sounds terrible. So we <laughs> just talked about a bunch of stuff I didn't play. Well, that's, Hmm. Phil, so we, we've already
1: gone. We're at it one we'll hour Just keep one talking minute. to
0: people. They want to hear us say stuff. Well, we're going to have another show we can't for talk, After Dark. We can't we right. talk about, about whatever, whatever we want. All right. I've all already all got I'll, multiple ideas. Yeah, all right. I've got some re- things ready for that, too. Okay. Perfect. Well, you better pay for the, uh, the Patreon because we've got some good stuff coming. Right. Just for Don't one dollar. For one dollar. Two dollars. Yeah. Sorry. Two dollars. I thought it was $2. three.
1: Three dollars is the early access to After, after Dark because our tiers are one, three, and five. I don't know anything. This has been the HP Podcast, your <laughs> weekly gaming podcast from Handsome Phantom. Thanks, everybody. Check our Patreon so you can know more than we do about it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> the HP Podcast is fan-funded through patreon.com slash handsome Thank you to our Patreon producers, Adam THM, Edward Walton, Stewie 108, Charles Pedersen, Toby Ryland, Matthew Major, Straw Hat Ninja, Shuttlesworth, Michael J. Sutherland, Jared Cavaliero, and Jason Cannon.